0: You can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. (laughs) Oh my goodness.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, the J.E. Mr. Doty Fade. On tonight's show, it is Masters Week. We're going to go over featured groups, prop bets, shit picks, DraftKings lineups, the whole shooting match. But we have a lot of other stuff to cover, including Spieth's win in San Antonio. Greg Norman gets ass-naked for Instagram again. And uh, oh, Dave Portnoy, a lot of action, Johnny. Hi, hey, words, how
0: the hell are you? I'm great, yeah. Uh, I love that you got the John Adams look coming back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, pon- the ponytail's <laughs> back, baby. Do I look like the bad guy in Karate Kid 3? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> uh, you, you ter- could <laughs> Terry, Terry, yes, no, you look like John Adams. <laughs> Good, thank <laughs> you. You look Fa- like a founding father. What, what are they call? What they, a revolutionaryist, a revolutionist. Yeah. Um, Yeah. One of the (laughs) early cocksuckers that wore their hair like that. (laughs) (laughs) Just joking.
1: (laughs) Early cocksuckers. That's good. Um, Yeah. My grandmother made fun of me again on
0: Easter, which was pretty good. Oh, good.
1: Oh, I thought you were Andrew's older sister.
0: (laughs) Well... I got made fun of this week too I trimmed my I had kind of A little bit more stubble Than just the bare mustache And so I shaved Cleaned up Brought the mustache up Above the Mm -hmm, lip a little mm -hmm. bit And uh, somebody goes You look like that guy From uh, Queen And I was like (laughs) Haven't heard that one before (laughs) Hey You're talking about Freddie Mercury You're goddamn right I do (laughs) You're talking about Freddie Mercury And I'm gayer than him (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding
1: JK I love pussy Yeah
0: Just kidding Just kidding Well, words. It's Masters Week. Jesus fucking Christ! And actually, funny story. I you as you might have heard, I, we could edit that out. I opened my first beer just now. My number one goal this week was to not be a third or even a fifth as drunk as I was last time we recorded for the Masters.
1: Well, I was looking <laughs> at some old photos, and I came across one. Was that Masters? Yes. Got so fucked up. Yes. were with Johnson taking tequila shots beforehand. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> I could definitely extort some money from you if
0: I. Well, it was it was one of those things. It's like, oh, it's Words and Eyes probably biggest show of the year, and most listened to show of the year. So I got to be as drunk as I can and as drunk as I've been all year. And then, like, our boy Love like told us the next day, he's like, man, the last like ten minutes of that show was pretty hard to get through. And like, as I've done before in the past, I went back and listened to it, and it's like that's the kind of shit you go to rehab over. <laughs> it's like listening to myself and being like, oh my God, like can't believe I put words through that. Don't jump. Oh, it wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. I, I don't, re- I don't listen to our shows for a reason. Though. <laughs> well, tr- one and done. Trust me. I, uh, I think, you know, rather than like going through the feature groups, it's just like, all um, right, fuck it. I'm on. Uh. <laughs> like, didn't even like follow our own protocols and, just had awful awful like slurring joke like uh so yeah uh i've got i've got a few beers here that i'll probably polish off between now and then but uh haven't had any tequila today so it's great wow it also it's helps a, that we're recording early. Like six hours before we did last time it's early yeah
1: that helps well should we get cozy on the casting couch and just get right to greg norman posting more ass pics on instagram yes Yes. So yeah, he, he posts a picture of him in the bathroom, naked, that he obviously had his poor wife take. Oh, honey, get in here and take a picture of me ass when I'm taking my last shower in this house.
0: Attack life. Everyone.
1: <laughs> everyone always commemorates a move with a noise ass pick in the shower.
0: Yeah, okay, so the last, you know, obviously we know the last picture he made a big splash with was the <laughs> Greg Norman's third leg. Which we made a poster of. <laughs> third leg Greg. Now it's his ass, which was nice and white. I don't understand what Greg Norman's whole deal is. To I me.
1: didn't get a green jacket, but I'm gonna get some attention this week that I deserve. God damn it!
0: Yeah, and early theme in the show this season was the whole you know sex tapes and whether or not they could help or hurt your career. Greg Norman is on the verge of probably actually dabbling into that, and if he does, I will fucking quit everything ever because Greg Norman just needs to stop fucking taking pictures of his naked anything. It started with the bullshit like. Remember the pic the naked pictures of him hitting out of the bunker of and course. shit? I yeah, mean like what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck's wrong with this guy?
1: Oh, that worked hard for my body, all right. <laughs> gotta show it off a little bit.
0: I, I will say he was he was he's actually the the color or the analyst, the lead analyst for Excellent. the masters coverage on PGA radio this week. And so he's been doing it like a one hour show in the afternoons, like, leading up to it. And so today, he was on, and it was, like, Attack Life radio or something like that. I think that's what his bullshit yeah. shtick is. And I almost called in and, like, just <laughs> pulled a fake, like, oh, my God, Greg, I'm one of your biggest fans. What? I entered your contest. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Greg, why are you such a thirsty bitch? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I mean... Oh, yeah, write a contest with an
1: essay of what Greg Norman has meant to your life. <laughs> exactly. I will read them
0: <laughs> myself. So that's that's what I mean. It's like, as someone who knows for a fact that you can call in to PGA Radio just about any time and get through, because I've never called hey, in and not gotten through.
1: Dje from OKC. <laughs> I wanted they to know.
0: I wanted to call in so bad just to talk to Greg Norman one-on-one, but I bitched out, so uh, unfortunate, but whatever. Well, yeah, he's
1: a marketing genius, though. I bet he's going to drive viewers to a show. Maybe we need to ask him on.
0: Yeah, or just let him be and say fuck it, because, you know, he still tries to have his own little bullshit podcast. I think he only just does it when he gets bored. Tired of practicing. Attack life. Well, speaking of sex tapes, Johnny,
1: um, Dave Portnoy, Barstool president, had uh, a couple sent our way this week that were... Get, they can't hurt his brand, but they were a little aggressive? Yeah. Little SME. Yeah, yeah. I, I was getting ice cream with my sweet daughter when the first one was sent to me and so I didn't watch it and when I got home I he spit in
0: that girl's face and I was like, Oh ah! <laughs> You know, that's I, I was I was actually kinda terrified of that. Like I don't You're not into the chains, yeah. S You know, I don't I don't think I've ever done anything like that. I know I haven't, but I don't get into watching that shit either. Uh, just give me some big tits or something, you know? <laughs> no, no, but uh, very, very uh, disturbing. Well, he,
1: was, he had her chained up, and, you know, he was riding her like a horse. Um, you just got to be careful when you're doing the S&M stuff. I mean, one pull too hard, and you've got a dead hooker in your hotel room and a lot of questions to answer, <laughs> my friend.
0: That and, you know, I just, I
1: don't. What, he spit in her face? Imagine where he came.
0: (laughs) Well, then the second one that we got literally no more than 10 minutes ago is like him standing up on like the edge of a fucking mega yacht, like face fucking a chick. (laughs) I mean, you can't really tell that it's Dave, but it kind of looks like it could be Dave. Um, And there's like 15 people watching. Um, Yeah. No no shame, I guess. Hashtag beach sex. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. And, and what's funny is I guess yesterday, like the Penn gaming stock was kind of like tanking a little bit because of it. And it's like, okay, what, what spokesman or CEO, he's not even the CEO, but like what high powered company official probably isn't into weird sex shit like that. They're all fucking crazy weirdos. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but good for Dave. Yeah. <laughs> But all in all, you know what? Good for Dave. What was it? He put out a tweet like right after, and it was like, Things I'm good at or things I do. And it's like, Save small business, make people money, gamble, and fuck. (laughs) That was it. Okay, good, Dave. Very, very succinct. I mean, it's kind of like how many. I I realize that he he definitely looked like he was the aggressor in in most of that, but like, how many young. 20 somethings probably throw their se- selves at Dave Portnoy in a, in a given week or slide into his DMs.
1: Oh, enough to make me really depressed. I don't know.
0: Some fucking like Dave used to be like a pudgy little fuck and then he got rich <laughs> and now he. Rich
1: he, and a personal trainer. I've seen it Exactly. Times.
0: Exactly. You know, he's, it still doesn't take away the fact that he's like fucking an inch taller than Abe Anser. I mean, he's fucking <laughs> like 5'7. You know, and a loud fucking mouth. Like I, I bet da- Dave Portnoy. I love Dave, and I love Barstool, and, and I hate to be kind of like the you Barstool. Are. The Barstool crowd it can be pretty fucking douchey, but I appreciate everything that Dave's done. But at the end of the day, he's a pretty big douchebag. Whoa, I mean, again, he's awesome, and I like him, but I could definitely see how he is disliked by a lot, possibly more people than he's liked by. So. This is the kind of thing that exactly, isn't exactly going to get the feminists on his side, you know?
1: Yeah, I don't think that was on his mind, really.
0: The, <laughs> yeah, I don't either. By the looks of the videos. Yeah, by the looks of the videos, I don't think it was on his mind either. It was on his <laughs> dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness.
0: And again, I haven't seen those. I just heard about them. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> well, what else? Do you want to cover anything before we head on down to San Antonio?
0: I I don't think so, but if a full length sex tape ever comes out, it it could crack my top ten. I'd have to revise my top five that I released earlier this season. So,
1: um, your top five what?
0: Remember, I had my top five celebrity sex tapes earlier oh, in, this, in the year. Right, it was a real big hit. <laughs> China, one night in China, stole the show. <laughs> but Dave Portnoy, <laughs> uh, bareback horse riding a. <laughs> Crazy whore might take the cake. Who knows? <laughs> Did you say riding a horse or a whore earlier? A oh, oh, oh. Okay. Seems appropriate for Masters Week.
1: Yeah. Um, let's go down to San Antonio where my boy, Jordan Spieth, he finally gets it done, Johnny. I mean, it was one of the prevailing stories of the past two years in this thing. Is, is Spieth going to get back into this thing? And wouldn't you know it, he fucking does it the week before augusta national and you didn't have the balls to take them
0: no and, and it, w- it wasn't so much that i didn't have the balls to take them it's it's the whole out trying to outsmart yourself and mm-hmm. outsmart the field and i heard from another league player our boy our boy smokehouse tt he said you know sometimes it's not about out thinking and, th- and this is a first year player telling me this sometimes it's not about trying to differentiate yourself from the rest of the field as much as it is not losing ground by getting that same amount of cash. And yeah. I fucking fell victim to that because Speeth was, the stars were aligned for Speeth to win last week. And I just wanted to be the guy that was like, yo, no, fuck, Speeth's not going to win. Everyone else is going to be on him. Uh, <laughs> Value yes. Value
1: for Tony. Value for Tony.
0: Value for Tony. And that makes the second time that I've picked Tony where he's missed the cut. Uh, but, Charlie Hoffman, hats off to the pick. guy. Uh, you know, he fought Jordan Spieth harder than just about anybody. But um, I'm not looking at any statistics right now. But I believe it was 1,315 days between wins. And it's got to be close to that number. But sounds right. we talked about it before. The last win he had was in the 2017 Open Championship. And wouldn't you know it, stars are down there at San Antonio for the Texan himself.
1: That was such an awesome Sunday of golf, because I think Spieth played bogey-free, um, maybe had one, but he and Charlie Hoffman were both 600, and you're right, Charlie was pushing him the whole way, and Spieth didn't uh, didn't buckle. He bared down and got it done, um, some difficult golf course, and they were both, as you said, played really well. The, the bad part about the coverage was the fact that they, I mean, they mentioned he was from Texas no less than 30 fucking times, and it was absolutely insane it's like oh no shit I have never heard that that's a, that is incredible and the cherry on the cake was after he won and he goes to kiss his wife Annie his high school sweetheart in Texas yeah I mean I was like bitch he's not from Texas he's from Dallas yeah. there's a fucking difference mate
0: <laughs> yeah and, and I don't know why they have to reference the whole high school sweetheart thing this isn't fucking 1950 like come on they probably just fucked a few times <laughs> Jesus. I'm just joking. Annie seems like a girl that probably didn't have sex.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to go there. We've already already had a lot of sex talk on this one, but what do you mean by that? Like she's kind of lays (laughs) there?
0: No, she just seems like a sweet girl that probably, you know... (laughs) didn't want to get it didn't didn't love jesus didn't want to get fucked (laughs) no we have to edit this out (laughs) um yeah i don't know any any probably is cool whatever
1: well this kind of uh hurt our argument that these marriages are dragging all these good players down starting with ricky fowler And who else?
0: Maybe it's like a three-year window. Um, Ricky Fowler, obviously Jordan went, this was his first win as a married man. So, Oh, Rory. Rory has not, I don't think, won since he got married. He's probably won, but I mean, Rory has been in a fucking drought. But he's been married, what, two, three years now? I mean, I know he hasn't won since he had a kid. Wrong. Um, uh, Rom oops. has won since he got married. He has, yeah. Oh, Kelly, Kelly, <laughs> Kelly. Which, by the way, congratulations Congrats. to John Rom. We'll
1: get into that once the uh, picks. Yes. Yeah. Okay.
0: Um, so yeah, I mean, the other stupid thing that I always thought was lame with with the Texas Open is how they always take the picture of. You know them sliding into the custom pair of new cowboy boot. boots that they get for winning the old Texas open
1: new boot goofing
0: yeah yeah i, I can did? I can bet you Corey Connor's last, last year had never worn a pair of cowboy boots before in his life
1: you'd be surprised <laughs> there's lots of lots of country Canucks out there
0: well I will say it it, it looked like it had all the makings for Jordan beat the win when Charlie Hoffman literally closed out sixty five sixty six sixty six um Opening round 75, he only spotted Speeth eight shots. Ends up losing the tournament by two shots. So hats off to Charlie Hoffman. He gave him all the run, but obviously it was a return. Jordan Speeth appears to be back. Yeah, you
1: talk about a horse for the course. Charlie Hoffman in San Antonio is kind of like penciling in every year.
0: I'm pretty sure now he's won his career winnings at that tournament are a little over $4.5 million. So not bad.
1: That makes me depressed too.
0: Yeah. Well, hats off to Spieth, and
1: we don't want to get ahead of the picks, but I think it certainly bodes well for this week.
0: Well, uh, I texted our boy Steve, and that's usually who I like to settle uh, some bets with, and he and I kind of bump ideas off each other as far as the gambling aspect's concerned, but I texted him Thursday night, and I said, we better get a bet in on Spieth right now before his odds Get cut in half for next week, but literally by Saturday, they were already, you know, Speed was already down to, I believe, 11 to 12 to 1. And the only person ahead of him was DJ because Speed was still tied with Bryson as far as odds are concerned. So the public is all behind it. It seems like the perfect storm for Jordan Speed. Everyone kind of already saw him going in the right direction. And for him to get the win before the week before, um, Obviously proves he can do it, but now he has another bit of history going against him with guys who have won the week before. So we'll, again, something we can get into when we make our picks. But
1: Do you have those numbers, actually?
0: I do. Oh, yeah. There's only been two previous Masters winners that have won the week before. Two? Two. Sandy Lyle in 1988 and Phil Mickelson in 2006 are the only two guys to win the week before. So.
1: I think Spieth won the week before he won his Open that's totally made up <laughs> he, he might it, have won the houston before happened. he choked am i uh, going
0: <laughs> whenever danny willett won i think i think he might have won in houston that week before but again this is us completely guessing <laughs> the, whoever that prick who said we had little to no golf knowledge <laughs> this is what they're talking about yeah you uh, know what we're talking about
1: all right so what the rest of your picks look like here
0: well, as we mentioned before, big swing and miss with fucking Tony. Um, again, that's twice that he's completely cucked me when I'm solely picking him to cuck you, so backfire of the century. Uh, oh, I love it. And then you and I both were on Ryan Palmer. He actually bogeyed the par 5 18th, which would have gotten him in a top 10. Instead, he's going to finish just outside T14, which still got us 171,000. Um, actually, I'm sorry, T17, 105,000. Um, but we could have gotten an extra, you know, 70000 had he just fucking made the goddamn putt. Um, and then my last pick, of course, was Charlie Hoffman, who played, you know, as good as as good as I could have asked for. Um, just turns out one guy, the guy who won beat him by a couple shots, which the guy in third, Matt wallace Speth was four clear of him. So, I mean, a normal tournament event, this was just really a tw- two-man show. Uh, Words, Abe answer kind of fell apart for you. He had a great first round going until he ran into a snowman. Uh, He made an 8 on a par 5 out there. He ends up still making the cut, but not a great week for Honest Abe. He finished uh, T23.
1: But who cares? My first winner of the year. Thank God. Finally. Yeah,
0: so you had Ryan Palmer as well, and then obviously Jordan Spieth got the win, so that's going to get you a winner's check, Words.
1: Not quite in the top 15 which is pretty funny, um, but I'll take it shit. Well,
0: as far as uh, the overall standings words, you mentioned it. Uh, we had, looks like 47 players that took Jordan Spieth this week. So um, of those, none better than the two up top. Harry Balls, Higgs, Matt Waller. He had Charlie Hoffman, Palmer, and Spieth, but also with those same exact pick picks, Molly Kurd, a.k.a. Uh, McCurdy. Molly McCurdy. Um, they both had $2.3 hey. $2. million. In third place, Lebowski's Achievers. Lebowski's Achievers. Sean Cates, <laughs> my boy down in, in Dallas. Uh, he's finished outright 3rd Our R-Dog Ryan in fourth. Homer Hankey Schmidt five. Grizzly Adams six. R-Scott seven. And then a four, shit, a seven-way tie for eighth, it seems like. Four skins game. Reineke, Hogan's Heroes, Barry Threewood, Bailey Jordan. Golf Boys and Hit the Box. Um, words as you mentioned before you finished t21 1.5 million and of the people who didn't pick speeth, i finished uh you know like eighth out of that group so i finished in 55th place words so wouldn't you know it words that's gonna make you take retake the lead on me the second lead change or i guess the second time you have been in the lead now between you and i you've got me by a narrow. or I'm sorry just over $50,000 so we're right there you're at 52nd I'm at 54th as far as the overall top 10 I'm gonna go ahead and throw out the bitchy boy of the week Matt Stonecipher he was in first place he didn't even fucking submit a lineup in first place and so he's going to fall out of first place we got a brand new top three Nathan Wilson aka hold one of Chapo's boys He's the new number one guy, the first one to cross $12 million. In second place, a fellow Normanite, Jordan Blackburn, J. Black, 2021. He's in second place. Third place, the doc, the dentist, Edward Haru two-shot par. And then you've got, again, the bitchy boy of the week, Matt Stone's side of her, falling only three spots with a with a zero. So just goes to show you how big of a lead he had prior to that. Um, Number five, good shot bud, Zach Holland. Number six, market eight, dude, Trevor Randall's up two spots. J.D. Dunford up or down three to number seven. Only English with an ace, my sister, is up to number eight. Ross Gilbert's back in the top ten at number nine. And rounding out the top ten, another empty, vacant uh, picking week for this group. Ron Swanson, Austin Winsett missed picks, and he's going to drop four spots to number ten. So... I get that there was a week off there, but God, get your goddamn picks in!
1: Oh, I've I've missed one every year, so uh, I I get it, and I do the fucking show, so it's
0: the best. Is when words like we used to do the show late at night. And so I could understand maybe like not submitting the picks like right when we did it, until I started like literally getting onto words and be like, words, get your fucking picks submitted before we record because there was like, okay, I'm on da 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 da, and then we wake up the next morning, I'm like, words, you didn't even fucking submit your picks.
1: <laughs> yeah, I remember.
0: Thanks. <laughs> I've never done that. I really don't know that I've ever missed. So, <laughs> well, good for me. Congratulations. All right,
1: good rundown. Thank you, J.E. That's the BLC leaderboard for you. Let's take it on over to Augusta, Georgia, John, where the talk of the town is that they have this course
0: set up harder than it's played in a dozen years or so. Well, and, that, and that's part of the, the other thing. You know, November, they didn't really know what to expect, but I remember talking, we were talking about it at the time. Some areas of the green that just looked like shit, some areas like right off the fringe that didn't look good, I'm sure that pissed off a lot of the members, I'm sure Dustin Johnson breaking the tournament scoring record pissed off some members, I think that they are going to make a point this week, and hopefully they don't get any rain, apparently they might get some rain in the evenings, but um, obviously with the sub-air greens that they have there, they can probably keep those about the same, but... It'll be fun to see with what firm fairways can bring some of the shorter hitters into the mix that maybe normally wouldn't have a chance.
1: Yeah, and they say they've gotten rid of the second cut in some areas, so the rollouts are going to be um, kind of crazy, and I think some, some t balls may go into some spots uh, where players haven't really seen before. You mentioned, yeah, you think the membership was pissed off and a little bit embarrassed maybe that you know 20 under was the winning score, not to mention <laughs> the paradox that is Bryson DeChambeau literally shitting on your institution and calling it a par 67 for him. <laughs> even though he finished outside the top 50 or whatever but yeah i think that everyone is pretty pissed off and wants to show um, that the course does have some teeth and the best interview that kind of kind of articulated what was going on was phil this week who always has kind of really good stuff about the golf course to say in my opinion but he mentioned that Augusta had, "Like was top twenty-five as far as the softest greens on tour that they faced, which I found kind of interesting because that's always been the course's defense. And you know, it's it's such hard, agronomy is just so hard in general. Trying to set up a golf course where it's right on the edge of being really hard, but then if you lose it, and then no one they can't even mark their fucking balls. Chinna Yeah, exactly. So it's it's a really tough task, especially with like you said, um, the rain forecast and where that where it needs to be. But yeah, they said the greens are already." Getting brown, which means fast and a little crunchy too, so um, it's going to be a, a really hard test, and I think it's going to kind of separate the the elite elite from maybe a guy who could sneak in um, and catch fire at Augusta, which is we've seen before.
0: So, and and that's kind of another thing is, is people people always try to speculate when courses are playing tough what a winning score would be, and it's like people are still chasing that number. They're like, oh yeah, this could be the week that single digits gets it done. And it always ends up being a lot lower than that. Like, I feel like even though it's going to play tough as shit, these guys are so fucking good that they're still going to go off. Uh, I don't want to, I don't have a score in mind that I think is going to win, but I definitely think that they're going to be double digits under par. Um, But you're right. The firmer the greens are here, the, the tougher it is, but... I still just think that these guys are so fucking good and eagles can be made on this golf course. And speaking of Bryson, I know that he had brought up potentially even trying to go for the number three green in one, trying to drive the green, which that's like a 355-yard hole.
1: Yeah, he called that last year and ended up plugging a ball and losing it. (laughs) Yes. Got like a triple or something. But yes, I remember. That was when he tried I, I, to get an embed. Uh, he was my
0: number one pick because I was out of DJs. Yes, and I, I actually picked Bryson too, and and he barely made the cut on the number, right?
1: Yeah, and then got beat by like Bernard Longer.
0: <laughs> exactly. Um. So, words, before like we dive right in, several things that I wrote down. One, this is the 20th anniversary of the Tiger Slam, when Tiger famously won the Masters to round out, winning all four and holding all four trophies at the same time. 20 uh, years 20 years fuck world um, other than that uh, I actually heard through the grapevine the t- the word is that Justine Reed got caught with a cell phone on property already this week which apparently you know Augusta's no cell phone. so she had air- earbuds in or airpods in and was people just thought she was fucking talking to herself turns out she had a phone and she was talking and apparently got in trouble for it but I don't know if anything ever came to it but oh, yeah.
1: Just Justine, you can't do that out here. <laughs> fuck
0: yeah! Um, so of course that bitch. Sure, would, don't to me! That not Goddammit! <laughs> yeah, that bitch would break the rules, of course. Um, other than that, what'd you think of uh, DJ's Champions dinner menu? Fine, pigs I mean, in a blanket. Who, yeah, who gives a shit? What's he gonna fucking serve? PB and J's well, and fucking an fi- chicken fingers after that?
1: Steak and fish. I mean, typical uh, surf and turf. Whatever.
0: Yeah, I just
1: they always make so much of that. Which is fine. It's it's always better, I think, when like someone from out of the country wins that because they can kind of serve some cuisine that we're not really used to here. Like, I know Paul Casey's yes. all into the oh, proper roast and <laughs> English pudding, of course. Boring.
0: Yes, I saw and that. Perhaps
1: some poached eggs for breakfast. Uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I saw. So I sent it to you, but our, my boy Steve uh, sent sent me a picture, and it was like a – it was a Photoshop version of cocaine, DJ's dinner cocaine. and it was like first course, cocaine, second course, cocaine, dessert, cocaine. <laughs> so uh, it would have been nice for DJ to have a nice open face Coke buffet there. Yeah. And did, did, did you see that? Uh, did you see that tiger, you know, tweeted? He was like, I'm so sad to miss tonight. I would have loved running up DJ's bill.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that sir Percocet there. <laughs> <Yeah>. Uh, <laughs> No more comment on that. No more
0: comment on that.
1: We love you, Tiger. I'm glad you're alive.
0: Ah, uh, yes. All I'm gonna say, yes, for sure, for sure. Um, all right. Words. What else? Oh, I don't know. You want to go over some of your prop stuff? Before okay. we Get into the feature groups. Sounds great. Um, there are so many. This is the will be the highest bet betted golf event in history. Now that several states are completely legal to play sports bet our state not being one of them so i'm illegally placing these bets cool <laughs> it's not that <laughs> you didn't want to admit to looking at
1: dave portnoy's fuck video but admit to, you know <laughs> placing illegal bets sounds yeah. good
0: yeah it's the least of my worries of the illegal shit that i do <laughs> um so uh a couple of the, the random prop bets i like so this is one this this one goes out to my boy evan i've got a 50 wait whose boy evan your boy he you picked him your boy evan um I've got Victor Perez to top 20 uh 50 dollars to win 115 the Frenchman the Frenchman who Victor played Perez. very who finished fourth at the WGC match play playing the best golf of his life second master's appearance in his first one T45 so just needs to have a basically a halfway improvement and I cash a ticket um I've also got a top five on Xander Shoffley. obviously we both know his track record in majors he's always of just stalwart. I'm getting plus three fifty, three and a half to one to my my money. So fifty bucks on that for seventy five bucks. Uh, I like Cameron Smith to top five. Ooh, he's done that two of the last three years.
1: Do If we, we you want to start breaking them down, or should we? Uh, no,
0: I've just got a couple more that are pretty easy that we'll go from there. Um, I, I the 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 one thing that I loved, you can bet by the country words. So I I have a bet on the top Englishman, which of course I took. Paul Casey, uh, plus 400
1: tough bet.
0: Yeah. Right plus, now. plus 400. I mean, obviously there's Lee Westwood's out there. Uh, you know, you've got Tommy Fleetwood out there. Um, 50 to win 200 on, on our boy, Paul, I just figured that was worth it. So, um, so yeah, other than that words, I figured you and I could have a good run at, at a couple of these top uh, top Asian player and the guys that you can choose from Sung J M Hideki Matsuyama Siwoo Kim and CT pan. It's hard not to go with my boy Sung J in that one. I know, I know it is. Um, and then obviously, there's just you can go by every country. It's great. Top Australian player,
1: it, the Mexican. It's it's Abe versus Carlos, Carlos Ortiz. Ortiz. Yeah, wow. And that's a you said that's a pick 'em. That's it, a
0: cool bet, I think. So actually, Abe is the slight favorite now, uh, plus one ten to Carlos Ortiz, minus one forty for Abe. So um, intriguing, intriguing bet there. Just not Percy enough for me. Um, <laughs> But other than that, man, I mean, it, it's crazy. You know, you can bet on whether or not there'd be a hole-in-one. You can bet on whether or not there'll be an albatross. Um, here, Here's one I like. Top debutante, which obviously would be guys making their first start here. Um, give me a second, because I just lost it. Okay, this is a good one, but I think you and so I... November put... does not count, we're saying, okay. No, this is all guys making their okay. first appearance in the Masters. Will Zalatoris, Carlos Ortiz, Robert McIntyre, and then the other three guys are the three amateurs. So it's really out of those three, but obviously Will zalatoris It's hard not to pick him. It'll be interesting to see how he plays in his first masters. This Robert McIntyre, the Scott, the young Scott, he's kind of gotten a lot of pub lately, and I've really only seen him once in person, and that was the WGC match play, left-handed hitter. He came out of the group that DJ was in, so uh be interesting to see how you know they say this course sets up well for left-handers it'll be interesting to see how young Robert McIntyre tackles his first masters
1: interesting that is good i'm kind of surprised al torres um never got into play as an amateur he,
0: his pro career like literally took off cuz i mean he wasn't i don't know if he was the best player on his team at wake forest you know like he he has really improved drastically in a short period of time noise um so those are just some of the bets obviously i'll tie the rest of them in once we go over some of these groups um so a little different this week words there's no i mean there are the featured groups that are going to be featured on the masters app that you can watch on direct tv or on the masters live whatever you want to do but um i think you and i both agreed there's so many good groups that we're just going to go based off what we kind of saw uh what suited our eye the best right sure and i liked what you said what
1: uh smokehouse said earlier like about not overthinking it because i i did i tried to not look at anything and not overthink anything and kind of keep doing what how i've been playing and just go from there i had i did break one of my rules though
0: what no jerking off before the show (laughs) repeat winners yeah hey Um, if, if you want to, if you want to go there, let's just start with that group. Number one, then do it. The defending champion, Dustin Johnson. Normally he would be playing with the defending open champion, but I guess they already thought Shane Lowry got his due from last time. Um, so they, they filled that void with Lee Westwood and they're playing with the open, uh, uh, they're playing with the U S amateur champion, Tyler Strafasi. Talk about the number one player in the world flying under the radar. I'm on him. Ever since he won okay, last year, okay. I'm on him. Okay, you're on him. DJ, it's always it always was going to be the nose. Same. It yeah. was always going to be the nose. Going with the golden nose. <laughs> yes. had
1: to. I haven't picked him all year. He hadn't done really shit all year. He has one top 10 at the Genesis. Um, I mean, I don't feel fucking great about it, but I'm not going to just stand by and not take DJ, especially after I didn't have the luxury of taking him in this
0: one last year. I just think that there's so many people that are thinking the same thing that you and I are thinking, well, oh, he hadn't played that well. And it's like, what do I say all the time? He plays really well Might be catching a discount with DJ this week, as crazy as it sounds. Um, The defending champion, number one, as we mentioned before, there's only been two other guys that have successfully defended, three other guys that have successfully defended the Masters, Jack Nicholas, Nick Faldo, and Tiger Woods. So he would be joining a very, very elite company if he can do it. And, and he he'd be, he'd be standing right there just fine. And he's just dumb enough to not realize it. So <laughs> I'm on DJ, you're on DJ. Uh hopefully not everyone else in the league is, but if you're not, fuck fuck you. You're you're either with us or you're without us.
1: That's right. Well they they've been showing that stat a lot on the golf channel this week of most Birdie since twenty fifteen and he leads that by a long shot. Um isn't that funny how uh, Butch has been saying that he's like been making a point like, DJ is the smartest golfer I've ever been around. Period. I'm like, you are so full of shit. Like, did he is he talking about like letting you go or letting Claude go or something? Like, why 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 are you talking about him like he's not a fucking
0: dumb animal uh, <laughs> who is an incredible? He's gonna serve an, pigs in a blanket at his goddamn incredible Champions. Incredible there. athlete. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that's the thing, especially firm and fast. Yes, that may take some of the long ball hitters, like maybe not have as much of an advantage because the course is running out more. But the difference is DJ is an elite driver. He can put the ball just about wherever he wants. I think last year when he won, he hit something like 82% of the greens in regulation. And when you do that kind of thing, you put yourself into position to break scoring records, and that's exactly what he did. So um, words got to be intriguing, though, having lee westwood in this group with the career resurgence that he's had that we've documented so well
1: gets second place in the two tournaments leading up to this on two very different very hard golf courses api which plays very long and then the players which is target golf and he diced him up on both spots he didn't get it done and actually kind of played not very well on sunday at the players the deal is here though helen's story his fucking fiance, who has been caddying for him all these tournaments she's not on the bag for him this week it's his son so for a guy who's chasing his first major and has maybe, what, like eight, eight, eight chances left, he doesn't need to be going sentimental like, oh, yeah, put my boy on the bag this week. He needs to keep Helen on the bag, right?
0: Yeah, 100%. And words, you've talked some sense into the rest of the league because uh, I got a text from a league member earlier in the week, and it's like, if if Astat's not on the bag, I'm off him. <laughs>
1: yes. And I, I,
0: you know... I think you probably use some of the same logic. This would set up great for Lee Westwood to seemingly have one of the best careers for a guy that has never won a major. To then revive his career so late in his career, he would be the oldest Masters champion. He's forty-seven years old. Um, he he actually I think had you know like a sixty-eight or something in the first round last year. Um, came out pretty hot, but dude, he's got. He's best finish. He in 2010 he finished second outright. 2016 he finished tied for second. So um, the guy has one, two, three, four, five, six career top tens here. Uh, loves the course, and it would make for one hell of a story if Lee Westwood were somehow able to get the green jacket.
1: Yeah, I would love to take him, but I, uh, like I said, I didn't go anything too fancy. Okay, so
0: that rounds out that group. You and I are both on DJ um the next group though I'm gonna have to go back a little bit and this is this is by far one of the biggest most star-studded groups uh any three of these guys can win Rory McIlroy playing with John Rahm the new father as we congratulated earlier and Xander Shoffley a guy that I picked last year wasn't the best week for him last year but just two years ago when Tiger won he was right there tied for second so
1: and I think has seven top tens in majors already in his career so he likes the big stage yeah um, and he peaked kind of early this year, uh, but ever since that Sunday at Phoenix when uh, he had the lead, he was in the final group and Brooks kind of ran away with it. Yep. And he had every opportunity to kind of grab the, the tournament by the throat and he just didn't do it. It hasn't played very well since. So yeah. I'm off Xander. Um, he, I love Xander, though. It's always a good pick. Uh, John Rahm is extremely interesting because you could look at this birth of his son, son I think. Yes. Yeah, son. Congratulations. Yes. By the way. Uh, you could look at that a couple different ways. One, he he just got in today and he had to go do his media obligation first before he even got to go out. And they usually close it early on Wednesday, so he may have gotten like nine holes in and that's it. So he has not seen the course play this hard. Um, he hasn't co- seen the course like this, really. But he has top fives here. And, you know, after the birth of his son, you don't know this. You don't know. You I mean, don't know, John. You're not a father. <laughs> I would know, bitch. <laughs> You're not a father. But, I mean, you could have punched me in the face uh, after Weezy's born. I'm like, yeah, 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 So maybe this is a good thing for him, like having this other thing at home, um, this other thing at home.
0: Your boy, well, your boy Danny Willett did the same thing in 2016. His, his first born child was, was born just days before um, the Masters, and what does that guy do? He comes out of fucking nowhere to win.
1: Yeah, Jordan Spieth lost it.
0: Yeah, it. exactly. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. I think that Rom has been, you know, the, the the perspective may have changed. Maybe this kind of shows him that there's something, there's other things in life other than golf. You know, I think that's been one of the things that could be a knock on Rom is that kind of a hothead. Maybe this is exactly what he needs to calm him down. In words, I pick him in every big tournament, so you know oh I'm going with the God. Spaniard, John Rom, this it. week. Well, um, He's he and DJ are the only two guys in the field that have placed in the top ten the last three years in this tournament, which I thought was a pretty crazy stat. That is a good stat. Um, I don't know. I, I I just there's something about John Rahm that I can't resist. He's basically my new Rory McIlroy. I used to I could never get off Rory in the past. Rory's finally burned me so many goddamn times that
1: this is for sure his year then.
0: Well, and, and that's what's crazy is is. Rory McElroy may be flying so far under the radar more than ever, because this is his seventh attempt now at trying to complete the career grand slam, and yet no one is picking him. No one. Well, he just
1: he hired Chris Como, right, to come in and fix the Gremlin in a swing. No, he he's with uh
0: Pete Cowan. Pete Cowan. Yeah. Like I said. Brooks is coach too.
1: And I, it's like, what do you need to fix? You really? Like, just, he needs a fucking slap in the face. I don't, you're right. I'm off Rory too. And this probably may be the year he gets it done. I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't I saw him, He's he was putting with the mallet again this week. So oh God, who, he's I mean, fucked. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> there was, it was really funny though. Uh, the European tour actually on their Instagram feed posted a few pictures of Pete Cowan working with Rory and like Harry Diamond's face, was just like, oh no. (laughs) Harry Diamond, his mate. Yeah, there's a picture of Rory where he was like, looked, had a really like perplexed look on his face looking at him like, what, like what, what am I supposed to do? So I don't know. Um, He had a really good interview too, though, in the tent. um, Rory's the best. Yeah, he's, he's, I enjoy listening to Rory too. Oh, yeah, I just got to work on my game and <laughs> riding my Peloton.
0: You know, I went and saw Tiger, and you know, he took me to the room with all of his 15 majors. I was like, he walked? Yeah, and he was like, so I asked him "Where's all the rest of the trophies were, and Tiger said, I don't know.
1: Yeah, who gives a <laughs> shit? They're,
0: they're probably on some fucking, what is that show called, Storage Wars? Somebody's going <laughs> to fucking buy some, like, abandoned ass storage locker and it's going to be tiger all the tigers trophies it's going to be worth like eight billion dollars
1: i guarantee you there are a few whores in this in this country that have a few wgc trophies yeah well
0: it's like it's like rachel you could tell take all you can get take whatever they give you take as much (laughs) as they can give you so it's like okay i want 40 million dollars and i want two of your wgc trophies
1: (laughs) you got it toots
0: um so words naturally i didn't i didn't pick xander but just so I could have a little piece of the action, I do have a $50 outright on Xander to win at 22 to 1. Whoa. Um, so that would net about $1,100 there. And then as I mentioned before, I also doubled down with that top five, $50 on Xander to top five. So if Xander can win the tournament, that's going to net me about 1400 bucks. So I don't give a fuck if I do well in the pick As If Xander wins, I'll take it. <laughs> They've coming down the stretch like Rom v Xander. Like, no, fuck Rom! <laughs> yeah, I'll take a second from Rombo here. Okay, <laughs> um, no, but again, Rom. This is his fifth Masters appearance. His first one was his worst, tied twenty seventh, I think. But he tripled the last hole. I mean, it was a hell of a lot better than his final number uh, took into account. You know, but I also thought about it. The and top on eight, exactly. I was thinking back on it, and just the re- just disgusting top hook into the trees, Mm. and then trying to punch it out, hit it off another tree. Well, he was still in contention when that happened. Exactly. That was,
1: like, my only hope of beating you was, like, God damn it, Rom, please catch DJ so he doesn't ruin my life. Well,
0: I mean, even there, you know, he makes, I think, a 7 or 8 on on number 8. And, you know, he still lost by 10 shots, which top 9 with a a huge blow-up hole there. Um, So... I'm, I'm going with Rom. I'm hoping this perspective, this just lightens him up a tad, and this is the week for the Spaniard to get the green jacket in his yeah, first major.
1: It's a, it's a good pick, I think. Um, yeah, maybe him coming in late is what he needs. Shit.
0: All right, so the next group words features last week's winner, the golden child, the 2015 Masters champion, Jordan Spieth. He's playing with the Aussie, and one of my guys, one of my f- new favorite players, Cameron Smith, Trendy pick here. And Colin Morikawa, the PGA champion, the reigning PGA champion. Pretty good stuff here between these three guys.
1: Yeah, that's a really good group. Um, Morikawa.
0: Uh, He's a ball striker, but I don't know if that pencil grip that you talked about can, can last for four days on these greens. Yeah, I did not
1: take Morikawa, but he's definitely one of the guys that scares me because he gets real dicey with his irons. Um, but, you know, experience is going to play pretty big out here this week because it's not going to just kind of hit and stick like a lot of the courses they play. There's going to be some significant rollout. Um, nothing that he can't handle, of course, but I don't know. I'm just trying to make myself feel better about not taking him. Um, who was the second? Cameron Smith. Cam Smith set the set the tournament record or was the first player ever to have four rounds in the 60s last year. Correct. Which also, I'm sure, just fueled the fire. um for this membership who I get probably not too many egos in their membership though. Um, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not, I got a draft Kings lineup with him in it and I like it, but I'm, um, I don't see it for him getting it done, but I am going to keep riding with my boy piece for the third week in a row. How I've been playing it. Uh, I mean, there's just some people that, play golf courses very, very well and know how to score and he can birdie any any hole out here and he has probably the best short game when he's on. He and P Reed maybe. So yeah, I'm going with my Dallas boy.
0: Yeah. Dallas Unite. In in words, I figured if if I wasn't on him last week, why start this week? I, I laid off speed this week, even though I I do think it just seems like fate for this to be kind of the ultimate return to Jordan Spieth being back the second coming. But then the other thing that I took into consideration is the Texas Open. They didn't have they didn't have the Nose playing in that field. They didn't have John Rom playing that field. If anything can be taken away from his win, it was the caliber of the field. So, I think that Jordan does play well. I think Jordan top 10s here, maybe even top 5s, but I like the Golden Nose or one of these guys to edge him out because they they still are better players than him right now.
1: Yeah, that's Absolutely but agree. The but equalizer the sc- might be this course, though. Scoring is scoring, and
0: no one has more magic than that boy from Dallas. So, I will say words. I might have already mentioned this earlier. I did, I do have a $50 bet on Cam Smith, the top five, at five to one. So, <laughs> throwing some money out here, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I'm, I'm spending four times my league entry fee on, on my my outside bets. What was that? Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, Jordan Spieth, it's a hell of a pick Words, I, I just think that we'll I had see. To.
1: I couldn't. I couldn't. With how I've been picking this whole year, I'm just going to keep keep with my system.
0: Well, it's like his six, last six or seven tournaments. It's just the worst finish is like a T45, and that was kind of like a fluky one. But other than that, everything has been inside the top 15 or and so. His, his
1: record here. I mean, he just – ever since 2014, his first go-around, he just
0: knows how to score here. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, good pick. Um, the next group, possibly the biggest question mark in this field, Brooks Kepka. I don't know how the fuck he's doing it. I don't think the knee surgery was nearly as serious as some people tried to think it was. Um, obviously, he made a huge splash with the tweet that he had, where it you know was the the le- uh, the link to the article about Brad Faxon saying he was going to be out six to eight months, and then it had the picture of Jordan said. So I took that personally. <laughs> um, Brooks Kepka's here, and he can't bend his knee. He looks like a fucking power ranger when he's reading his putts. Did you see him post I did. that? Yeah, that was awesome. Um so Brooks Kepka's here in the field. Don't know what to expect. Uh, he says he's hitting the ball great, which is the only reason why he's here is because he didn't want to miss a tournament when he's hitting it so well. I can't imagine Brooks actually contending, but I will never doubt this man ever, ever. Are you on him? I'm not on him but i would I would love nothing more than to see Brooks Kepka win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just listening to Patrick Fields in my head right now. Uh, I I agree with everything you said. I, you know, the one thing I would, I, I don't think that the surgery was as serious as Brad Faxon said it was, but I also don't think that it's, uh it was just nothing to where he could just kind of come back week one and, oh, this is exactly how I was hitting the ball earlier this year. And not to mention this is the hardest course to, that they walk all, mm. all year. So, you know, to say that that's not going to hobble him a bit, I just think is it, it. It doesn't make sense, especially when he can't even fucking bend his knee, as you said, to read a putt. So, um, I wouldn't put anything past Brooks either. Brooks either, but I'm passing.
0: This is the first time I haven't taken him in a major since Shinnecock. Wow, so he's going to be relying heavily on his man Ricky Elliott, to be reading a lot of these putts for him.
1: I guess so, man. He's going to need to hit a lot of greens. Well, he's
0: playing with a past champion, a two-time past champion who's flying very low under the radar, Bubba Watson, a lefty that always kind of, you can't ride him off here.
1: Yeah, no, you can't, but he hasn't done anything spectacular his last uh, few
0: Masters. So. No, I agree. Uh, rounding out the group in only his second Masters appearance. Remember, he was one of the guys that got snubbed in the November Masters because of the way they, they set it off or cut off the, the rankings. Playing with Victor Hovland.
1: Victor! The f- and
0: the last time he was here, he was a low amateur in 2019.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. I wish he was playing a little bit better. Um, the past month or so, his game kind of fell off. Really, all of our kind of young Oklahoma connections have... I mean, abe, Abe's abe been playing pretty well, but um, Matt Wolf, the her- the heroin addicts, you know. <laughs> Matt Wolf and Vic Hovland, they haven't played too well the past couple weeks, so... Oh, that was a quick glance over on both of those guys
0: I agree and, and Victor you know the the one knock on him has been his his chipping his short game and it's gonna be he better saddle required. up around here this wired um this next group words I got a feeling that we might be on one of these guys together JT a guy that's trending in the very 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 right direction last uh, win he had was not very long ago it was the players championship one of the biggest wins of his career so far. If he were to win this week, he would be only the second person to win the Players' Championship and the Masters in the same year. I'll give you one guess who the other guy is.
1: Mm -hmm. T. Gray.
0: Tiger. So I'm on Justin Thomas. Um, He loves his course, and he has improved every single year he's played it. In November, he finished T4. He's got every shot in the book and might be – he and Murakawa probably are the two best iron players in the world. So I'm going with JT
1: agreed and with everything said and just added the fact that JT does have an elite chipping game also um, and putting and at that stat I alluded to I think since 2015 most birdies here uh, JT was number two behind DJ so he knows how to birdie all the holes out here it's just is he gonna is he gonna get it done but impossible not for me to, to take him this week especially after
0: he play how he played at WGC players well I also think that getting his ass kicked in the WGC it helped allowed him to go home and grind for probably 10 straight days to get his ass ready for this week.
1: There, there,
0: I see that. Um, so that means you and I are both on DJ and JT. The one difference maker is you're on speed, I'm on ROM. So fuck the rest of these groups. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, the rest of this group, though, words Tony Finau, a guy that – Ever since I quit riding him, he exactly, was, he, had,
1: he doesn't know which way to turn.
0: And, and you know, it was just two years ago that he was in that final group with Tiger when Tiger got the the most memorable victory in the history of the world. But uh, yeah, Tony can play this course, and I would love I would love to see him get the monkey off his back in a big way. But I don't have any action on him. That would certainly be a big one. Uh, I forgot to mention I did throw a little twenty five down on on JT at uh, eleven to one. So. That would cover my bets a little bit if I were to win that one. Um, the third God, go- I really hope just some um, no-name fuck with Fratelli. Louis? Well, Fratelli. <laughs> I almost had a first-round leader on Fratelli. You know, he was the leader after the first round last year. He and uh, I think DJ both shot 65 in the first round last year. Um, but the third guy in this group is Louis Ustazen, And, of course, we remember, what was that, uh, 2016 when he hold the double eagle from on number two.
1: Yeah, the there? albatross. Yeah.
0: Unbelievable. Six years ago. Wow. It was something like that. I don't the year could be wrong, but Well uh, you said twenty sixteen and I just said six years ago. <laughs> <laughs> what you did two thousand. <laughs> what year is it? Um he's definitely got the sweetest swing in golf, but I, I laid off old Louie. Same. Um all right, the next group, a guy that I think a lot of people just can't get away from, Bryson DeChambeau. Um he's playing with Adam Scott, the former champion here as well, and Max Homa, a guy who got the monkey off his back at Riviera this year. Uh, that's his second win. He's gotten two career wins, um, but Max Homa is a guy that I know some people are high on. Uh, my man Steve likes him to top five or top ten at some decent odds, which, eh, I don't know. I don't know if Max Max can play. I just don't know if he can play with this field.
1: Yeah, I think he can, but it's just like, what? how is he going to react if he's in the mix on the back nine on this Sunday when shit really gets dicey um so it, you know I, I think it's a trendy pick and i think you know getting them in kind of the low end of your draft kings if you can do the, if you're into that kind of deal but as far as just picking three if i just i don't see it
0: yeah and i do think you know bryson has definitely his driver is, is something that can really keep him in the tournament i think and, and that's the, the crazy thing you know even if he gets offline a little bit his driver is probably the most consistent club in his bag. Um, they talked about how I guess this week he's putting like a four degree, four and a half degree, four, fucking crazy. I mean, it's so so nutty. There's people whose putters are four and a half degree. <laughs>
1: the top of his putter is six. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: So uh, I mean, Bryson's intriguing. You and I were both on him last year, and he proved to me what could really happen when his shit's not all together. So.
1: Well, we I, talked about it also. Like he hits he. He's a range rat and he is always on the range looking at all the numbers and hitting off flat surfaces all the time. You're, you're not going to get a flat surface out here unless it's on the T box. That being said, he has elite talent across the board, is one of the best putters in the world, can get it done chipping as we saw um, around the greens at Wingfoot. So he has what it takes. But I, I, after, uh, after last year and his second shot going to
0: 13 when he pulled it, you know, 50 yards left. So I think this is his fifth career Masters and his best finish is T21 20, yeah. and it was when he was an amateur. So yeah. that's the other damning stat there. Um Adam Scott no. the putter the putter can't get him around this year, that's for sure.
1: There's still there's just those guys out there you're like, "Guy, I really can't believe he won out here." And he is he has elite talent, but yeah, his putter was so awful, but he had the broom. The old broom handle back then. I guess I'm more thinking of, you know, Trevor
0: Immelman and Bitchy, bitchy. Charles, 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 Um, so actually there's one group I'm just going to skip over to be quite honest. Um, and then I, this group is worth mentioning. 2018 champion, Patrick Reed, Patrick Reed, Patrick
1: Reed, Patrick Reed. Oh, Patrick Reed.
0: Playing, he's he's playing with your favorite Florida boy, Daniel Berger. And last but not least, the Englishman,
1: Paul Casey! Uh,
0: intriguing group
1: here. Oh, I love it. Um, P. Reed was is my alternate, and he was going to... If I didn't take DJ, I think I was going to jump on the P. Reed train, just because, as we said, his short game is elite around here, around everywhere. Um, he's won here, of course, and I don't know. I think that um, from kind of all accounts, the work that he's doing with David Ledbetter is really starting to, to show signs of working every week. I don't know. He's already won this year.
0: Yeah, won at the Farmers. Um, he's won here at Augusta. He's played well at Augusta. Um, I, I love Patrick Reed's chances. I, I love Patrick Reed as a golfer. There's nobody that has an, as much grit and just fucking raw determination, in my opinion. But You love Patrick Reed from an integrity standpoint? Yeah, no, I mean, I would trust him with anything. My fucking wallet, my wife. <laughs> um, no. Uh, Daniel Berger is a guy that I think is completely kind of an afterthought burger has the game and oh, i yeah. think burger would look great in a green jacket oh yeah especially with that <laughs> h- hot ass blonde kissing him on the cheek you know <laughs> or on the ass Um uh, but po-
1: sean <laughs> <Deshaun> watson <laughs>
0: but oh yeah that uh that charge has gone up from 19 to 22 now yeah <laughs> i saw yeah and uh he got sponsorships dropped today nike suspended it beats by dre suspended it but what well, en- took him so long <laughs> enough of him uh, the third guy in this group, Paul Casey, the journeyman. He's been around so long. He's played well at Augusta. Again, I mentioned I, I got 50 bucks on him as the low Englishman. Um, I like Paul Casey's chances this week. I don't like his chances to win, but I love his chances to be in contention and in the top top 10, but I'm taking a little bit more of a risk with a top five play here. Actually, no, I just did top Englishman, so all he's got to do is beat Matt Wallace Lee Westwood, Tommy Fleetwood, Terrell Hatton. <laughs> Danny Willett. <laughs> uh, Danny Willett. Uh, yeah, he, tough bet. he's good there. <laughs> he's good. He's um, in. So, yeah, that uh, that's the last feature group that I had words. Um, one guy that I really, really thought about picking, and he is my alternate, Patrick Cantlay. Uh, I think a lot of experts like his chances this week. You know, two years ago when Tiger won it, he briefly had the solo lead until he bogeyed seventeen. Um, I do have some action on him. I've got a 50 spot on him at 22 to one that would win 1100. Um, so I I like Patrick Reed or I like Patrick Cantlay, but not enough to, to differentiate because when, at the end of the day words, I'm going back to my lineup. It's the one, two, three lineup. It's the same three guys that I picked in the tour championship last year. And that was, I, you know, Finished. They're one, two,
1: three in the world. Yeah.
0: And JT is actually number two now. So it's it's DJ one, JT two, Rom three.
1: Yeah. It's hard not to do it in the majors. Yeah.
0: Well, good picking, Johnny. So there, there is one more bet that I'll say I threw out there. Abe answer top ten. I got, I got fifty on him uh, to top ten at at four to one. So um, if you remember correctly, Abe was in the final group last year with Dustin Johnson. He had all first three rounds in the 60s until a final round 76 finished tied for 13th because of that, but I
1: totally forgot that he was in the. Final yeah.
0: Round. You, 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 throw a 74 instead of a 76 in there and I win my bet. So come on, Abe, win me some goddamn money.
1: <laughs> Good show.
0: The big show.
1: The big show. You're not passed out now.
0: <laughs> no, I feel great. <laughs> um,
1: maybe that should be our picture for Instagram this week is
0: the picture I took of you. <laughs> no, <heard. laughs> no, oh God no, now you'll see that. Um, so yeah, words, uh, we only got to wait, let's see, another about 15 hours before people tee off. It's crazy, isn't it? You got any big plans this weekend? Uh, oh, yeah, you do, huh? Flying to flying to Kansas, so you're, you're not even going to be watching. I'm playing golf. Well, I'll be watching tomorrow. Um, I'm playing golf all day Friday, 36, Prairie Dunes, waking up Saturday, 18 more, and then we'll be back to watch a little bit of the tail end of Saturday, but Sunday, I will be on my couch all fucking day watching. Good man.
1: All right, Johnny, you got any parting words of wisdom for our lovely listeners out there besides enjoy the golf?
0: No, just uh, if you're not cheering for DJ Rom or uh, (laughs) Justin Thomas, cheer for Xander or Cantlay, (laughs) and then cheer for Victor Perez. Answer, Paul Casey. Get fucked. (laughs) Like, yeah, how did J.E. quit his job? Well, he cleaned up and won like three grand in the Masters. Wow, he quit his job after winning three grand. Yeah, it's crazy, huh?
1: You need to start doing DraftKings. Those are like lottery tickets for, uh, for middle middle class white dudes. Yeah, taxing the poor.
0: Words. I can. I'm gonna win
1: four four million bucks this
0: week. <laughs> well, good luck to you. Yeah, words. Words has a newfound uh, career as a daily fantasy player. Yeah, I won three dollars <laughs> last
1: week. <laughs> What's up? I got a hoist right here. His name is Paul Revere. <laughs> oh Jesus. All right, good show, Johnny. Thanks for hosting us in your studio. Enjoy the golf this week, and keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me.
0: Let's party together. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. In your life, have you seen anything like that?
1: for several hours.